Podcast. My name is Andy Spiteri, joined as always by Dakota Lasky. I hope you had a great Thanksgiving weekend. Oh, thank you very much. Uh, yeah, it was pretty good. And uh, didn't really do too much for it. Um, but I did see a few people. Nice and small, very small groups. Only like, like I saw my family pretty much. Uh, just like yeah. a couple of us, so. Um, but yeah, I got back on Sunday and then, you know, a bunch of catch up at work today and it has been absolutely, I mean, I like rainy days, but it has been gross. It has been so windy and stormy today. So, um, yeah, so after like the long kind of holiday weekend, whatnot, just kind of a slow entry into the week. The weather's been kind of gross. Didn't go outside. Gotta hit the grocery store soon. I don't have anything exciting really for you. I'm sorry, man. Um, but I hope you, I hope you, you had know, a good weekend. I, I've got a question for you. I've got a question for you, Dak. I had a good weekend. I, thank you for asking. But I, do you know, Dak, what a Chinook is? A Chinook? A Chinook. Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> no. That's that's so funny because like I saw that question once on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, and it was like like a sixty-four thousand dollar question. And to any of our American listeners. Tweet at me and let me know if you know what a Chinook is. And it's it's funny because, like, in Calgary, those are very common occurrences. So, basically, a Chinook is, like, a blast of warm air that occurs in the wintertime. And it's it's got something to do with, like, proximity to the mountains. Uh, there's There are some people that could explain it better to me. But, basically, it's warm air in a cold time. And we had one of those over the weekend. So, it was actually, like, beautiful up here in uh, Calgary, Alberta. So... Yeah, but I, I always thought that that was funny because, like, you know, our biggest shopping mall is named, like, Chinook Center. And I you say Chinook to the average American, and they're just like, what's that? Maybe some people up in Denver would probably know what that is, but not a lot of you guys. Yeah, I, I've never heard that before, man. I really wasn't sure what the connotation of that word or question was. And I was like, I don't think I've heard this. This is definitely <laughs> – yeah, so – um, no, I've never heard of that before. A, a blast of warm air in cold weather. Okay. Well, you know what? Yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna add that to my <laughs> vocabulary, my repertoire of words. <laughs> yeah. That's weird. There's there's probably a way better, like, scientific explanation as to why it occurs. Uh, I, I just butchered explaining it. But, yeah, it's, it's really nice because it's weird because you'll be in, like, minus 30 one week and then the next week it'll be like you're in the shorts and t-shirts because it's just schnooking over the weekend but, um nevertheless <laughs> we have uh we, <laughs> there's your weather uh, update for you everybody listening uh, any americans tweet at me let me know if you know what the hell the schnook is um but there there we go we have a great episode for you today uh we promised an episode on samus returns last week and we delayed it but by god we're here to give you that episode today um, before we go ahead, though, with that, we should touch on last week, and I just wanted to thank everybody again for all of the questions. Uh, I love doing those episodes. I think that they're so fun, and it's it's nice to be able to talk about topics that aren't necessarily like a whole show's worth of content, but just kind of rapid-fire them. So thank you to everybody that uh, that submitted, and we'll be doing another one of those uh, very quickly. And Dak, we did have a tweet that somebody uh, threw our way suggesting that we cover guacamole in the future for inspired by metroid and i actually uh, i jotted that down on my inspired by metroid list i think that's a great pick have you played that game at all really quickly i have not i have not played it but i've heard that it's a good game and 
that's like a game that I heard was a good game a while ago. I just never got around to playing it, so this would be a good excuse to picking it up and giving it a try. For for a couple of uh, for a couple of people like us that like Metroid and, and like wrestling, it's it's very very charming. It's very up our alley. You can do some like pretty silly luchador stuff in that game. Uh, it, it's a great pick, and I'm surprised that. Somehow I missed it on my shortlist of, of games that we should cover for Inspired by Metroid. But uh, we put that on our list, so I don't have it in front of me. But whoever tweeted that out, uh, thank you for that suggestion. Great great pick. Great pick. And maybe it'll give me a chance to play the sequel, which I haven't yet. I was going to say, there is at least another Guacamelee, right? Like, there's yes. just two, though. Um, yeah, I haven't played either of them, but I forgot it had, like, the wrestling stuff in there. There's a bunch of references to Metroid, I think, there in two. Um, I think when yes. it first came out, I saw like melee in the in the title. I was like, "Oh, is this game like Smash?" And then like I saw what it was, I was like, "Oh, this is actually still really cool." And then I just never like got around to playing it. But no, this would be a great idea. That would be a good uh, you know opportunity to try out a game that is definitely a pretty well-rated game as far as I know. So yeah, that'd be awesome. I think we should do it. All right. Well, we are going to dive in to the world of hypotheticals here and talk about. Metroid, Samus Returns, and uh, I'm going to present kind of a case as to an alternate history about what I think would have made this game a lot more successful. Of course, last week, uh, we kind of buried it a little bit, saying that nobody played Samus Returns, which is, unfortunately, it's the truth. And, um, you know, of course, what was it, two weeks, three weeks ago now, we had that that fake uh, Switch Joy-Con skin or whatever that had the the Metroid Samus Returns, like, Starship photoshopped on the on the Switch, which got a lot of people talking about how, you know, they thought that maybe Samus Returns was Switch-bound. And while you and I didn't necessarily think that that was the case at all, in fact, it was basically just bad photoshopping, it, it kind of did get the gears turning for me upstairs thinking about what could have been. I mean, at, at this point, Dak, and tell me if you agree, I feel like it's probably too late for Samus Returns on the Switch. Um... I don't necessarily think that's the case. I think they could still port it to the Switch and it'd be okay. Uh, I just think they gotta offer more. We'll get into that, but I don't. I don't necessarily think it'd be a bad idea to now port Samus Returns in the Switch like a few years later, especially if there's like some kind of lead into another Metroid game. Um, you know, the only way that I see that happening, and somebody kind of suggested this last week when they were just like. What do you think the chances are that Nintendo is going to make a, a Metroid collection with like basically every single 2D Metroid? Yeah, that's uh, not I, I don't think that that's very... Yeah, that's not happening. Yeah. But the only way that I think the Samus Returns ever sees the light of day on Switch is either if it gets like a virtual console or like if there is some kind of 2D Metroid collection. Like maybe it's just like, I don't know, a Fusion remake in, in Samus Returns or something. But I think like... I think, like, as a standalone game, the, the time is probably passed for Samus Returns on the Switch. But I do think that it should have happened. And, um, you know, unfortunately, Samus Returns... It, Samus Returns kind of got, like, the short stick right from the very beginning. So I'm, I'm going to go back uh, in, in time a little bit here and kind of go back to, you know, the state of Metroid after Federation Force... Uh, it was a pretty dark time to be a Metroid fan. That was the Federation Forest was the first game that we had had in what was it at that time? Five years, and the one before that was Other M. So it really, uh, it had, it had been a long time since we had a really solid Metroid game. 
Um, Federation Force was the absolute bottom-selling game in the Metroid series. Even Metroid Prime Pinball outsold Federation Force, and probably for good reason, because Federation Force, as we have you know, spent time talking about on this show, is is just so bland and, and vanilla that you know it didn't inspire anybody to go out and buy it. But so Metroid was kind of in a bad way, and Nintendo was kind of in a bad way. So in, in around this time, you have kind of this light at the end of the tunnel called the NX, and nobody knew what that was at the time. And of course, we we go on to learn that it's called the Nintendo Switch. Uh, Nintendo has this crazy presentation in January of 2017. Uh, they announce Splatoon. They announce Mario Odyssey. They drop probably the best trailer of all time ever with the Breath of the Wild trailer. And they also sneak in there that Metroid Prime 4 is being worked on, which is pretty or pretty awesome, uh, pretty big deal. Um, or maybe I'm, maybe I got that wrong actually. Maybe that, maybe that was E3 that they announced Metro Prime Four. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was that E3, yeah, and then okay. Sam, and then they showed off Samus Return. Oh, is that where you're going? They showed off Samus Returns yeah. after that. Yeah, but it was it was that E3 after after the show. Yeah, it was it was the the treehouse. So like the the treehouse right after the director or whatever they did. It went into like oh yeah by the way there's also this Metroid games coming out in like later this year here you go. It was, it was horrible. Like, so they, they announced like two seconds of Metroid Prime 4, which was awesome, which was great. And everybody wanted to know that that game was being worked on. And then after the presentation and E3 2017 was like really, really strong. Zelda had already come out by then, but like you had Splatoon coming out. You had Mario Odyssey is kind of your main event. Uh, there was a lot of like really, really strong and compelling content that they showed off. And like, there was, uh, I mean, there was people everywhere watching it. Imagine what showing off Samus Returns would have done for that game. But instead, they snuck it in after in the Treehouse like presentation or where they're live streaming. And I mean, there are there are some companies that are exciting to watch uh, stream games, and then there is Nintendo. And I like even when Breath of the Wild came out and they were live streaming it, I was like, this is so boring. I can't watch Nintendo stream their games so nobody watches that i feel like i'm not alone in that nobody watches that samus returns is announced during that uh, that treehouse presentation so and then it was a, it was a very very small limited release i think that was uh it was june that it was announced and it was out in september so like a very short turnaround so like i would contend that even that move alone i bet you there is people that didn't even know that samus returns existed until it like hit the shelves Oh, yeah, you're probably right. I mean, certainly a lot of people just kind of tune out once the direct is over with, and then obviously the game wasn't really around long enough for, you know, word of mouth to spread for a good amount of time and for people to eventually stumble upon it online. And aside from, you know, the marketing of the game overall, yeah, like the game just kind of came and went really quickly in terms of its release. Like it existed and it was out without very much hesitation. Um because, yeah, because Federation Force was 2016, and even then, like, um, you know, a year later, like, just to get Samus Returns, like, just like that, without any kind of build-up, you know, that kind of was uh, indicative of how they felt about the game in some kind of way, I'm sure. But, yeah, it was really out of nowhere. It was, it was weird because I remember watching it the first time, like, obviously Metroid Prime 4, that was super hype. And then, like, right after that, Samus Returns was, uh, was revealed. I was like, wait, wait, there's two Metroid games? Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, is, like, hell freezing over? Like... 
is this actually <laughs> happening? Because that's that for two Metroid games to come out, like that hasn't happened in like almost twenty years. So yeah, that was that was kind of weird how they didn't like. All, I mean, I guess it's not weird because they wanted most of the like Metroid hype for the, if not all of it, for the direct to be for Metroid Prime Four. You know, like I think they wanted it the focus to be on that, and then for people who are still hanging around, like the the real Nintendo gamers who are hanging out for the treehouse, like they get the the added. You know, seeing Samus Returns right after. And it was right after, though. So if I guess you still had your stream open, you'd eventually see it anyway. So, But yeah, it wasn't like included in the main package. And I guess that's because they wanted it to be, you know, the focus to be on Metroid Prime 4. And and, and you know what? Like, I, I get that. Um, but how hard would it have been to throw in, like, a two-minute trailer for Samus Returns? And then at the end you could immediately go to the splash screen of like Metroid Prime 4 is now in development. So then like you have the best of both worlds there. I I don't know. I I feel like to me it was such an easy call to make and it was such a like they just dropped they they dropped the ball, I feel like with that. And and I'm not sure too um I'm not sure if being released kind of in between Zelda and Mario helped or not like and i'll get to my case on the switch where i think that that would have probably been fine on the switch but um yeah i i don't know if that kind of hindered it or if it didn't but uh it it to me it just felt like it was like basically shot in the leg right out of the gates like it, it never really had a chance of succeeding because you you didn't promote it on your on your probably your biggest three e3 ever at that point and then you you basically gave it like three months to to build up anticipation for a game that many 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 people didn't know existed and then the coup de gras is is that of course it is released on the 3ds after nintendo has spent half a year building up the nintendo switch as the next end-all be-all system um so basically my my argument here today deck is that i think that exactly as it was samus returns should have been released on the switch and it would have been an excellent game people would have been well it would have been well received and it would be probably the best selling metroid game in this series all right so that that is my opinion <laughs> and i know that that sounds uh okay i know that, that i know that that sounds kind of wonky but hear me out here so samus returns as it currently stands and this is from last year and, and sales figures for you know for metroid are a little bit hazy because nintendo typically doesn't you know boast about them in shareholder meetings because there's nothing to boast about but at, at last at last report here it's it's sitting at about a little over half a million units sold um and and i get the idea at the time that the 3ds had this massive install base it, you know it, it had million tens of millions of units sold at this point so like Feasibly, maybe it does make sense to release Samus Returns on the 3DS because you've got that, you know, user base already there. But you take a look historically at Nintendo systems and like when you release games late in the life cycle, like they just they die. Uh, Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword was released on the Wii, which had 100 million, you know, 100 million Wiis were out in the world. And Skyward Sword was released, and it did less than half of what Twilight Princess did on the Wii uh, a couple years earlier. And, like, that's not just a, a problem native to Skyward Sword. It's just a trend with Nintendo. So, like, I feel like people... And Nintendo had conditioned a lot of people to kind of, like, put their 3DSs away and upgrade to the Switch, which was 
you know, they tried to say that it wasn't overtaking the 3DS, but there was just no way that the two of them could live kind of concurrently. So it it just seemed it seemed like the wrong system to release Metroid on. Um, and, and I kind of had that bug in my ear for a little bit. And my counter argument to that was like, well, you know what? This is this is a remake of a Game Boy game. It's like 30 years old at this point. It's not very long. Uh, I, I think that in order to justify the more expensive price tag on the Switch, they would have needed to add something. And I I stood by that argument for a long, long time until I bought and played The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. Um, Dak, I don't imagine that you've played Link's Awakening, have you? I haven't. That's another game that I shamefully have not played yet, but want to, just haven't. So... Um, and I'll try not to go into like the Zelda weeds too much here, but just hear me out. So Link's Awakening was originally released on the on the Game Boy, just like Samus Returns was released two years after 1993, and uh, it saw it already had one port on the Game Boy Color where they added color to it called Link's Awakening DX, and you know this was a full blown remake of that game, and so Link's Awakening is it's not a very like long Zelda game, uh, it's, it'd probably take you like maybe 10 hours on your first playthrough, right? And when I bought Link's Awakening on the Switch, I was like, okay, well, obviously, like, you know, the graphics have been completely redone and remodeled. The music has been remastered and re-recorded. Um, there is a little bit of new content with like the Dungeon Maker and stuff like that. But for the most part, it was a 15-hour Legend of Zelda game, which really, really stood out to me when you, when you put it right next to Breath of the Wild, which is like a 250-hour-plus Legend of Zelda game, and they were the same price. And, you know, at the last time I checked, Link's Awakening has sold, like, nearly 5 million units. And, you know, kind of kind of putting those two together, I'm like, it got me thinking. Like, it kind of took my counter-argument to, that I made to myself of why Samus Returns never made it onto the Switch away, because I was like... Okay, well, these are both Game Boy games. They were both remade. They're both uh, similar in length. You know, they both had completely redone graphics. They both had completely remastered soundtracks. They both had game or quality of life upgrades. They both had extra content added. It just made me go like, why isn't this a Switch game? Uh, and I mean, like, so imagine that, uh, like I said, so Link's Awakening has sold nearly five million units. And of course, I'm not. I'm not trying to say that like. Metroid is going to sell on par with The Legend of Zelda. But let's say that Metroid Samus Returns could have even sold half of that. So 2.5 million units, which isn't like too, too crazy because, you know, Legend of Zelda Wind Waker on the GameCube didn't sell like a whole heck of a lot more than Metroid Prime on the GameCube. So like using that logic, I, I think that it could have achieved half of what Link's Awakening sold and like to kind of back that up you have the Nintendo Switch come out and it's like this thing has got the Midas touch I mean like every single series that that lands on the Nintendo Switch has seen almost to a series its best-selling game be on the Nintendo Switch you've got you've got Breath of the Wild is the best-selling Zelda game you've got Smash Ultimate it's the best-selling Smash game you've got uh, New Horizons the best-selling Animal Crossing game I mean you go down the list like Xenoblade, Luigi's Mansion, uh, I mean, Hyrule Warriors, Age of Calamity just sold 3 million copies in a week. Um, I, I think that it 
I think it could have been done. And I think that Samus Returns could have sold 2.5 million units on the Nintendo Switch if it was released as is on the Nintendo Switch. And that would have put it as the best-selling Metroid game. So I don't know. What do you what do you think about that, Dad? Well, that's a lot to chew on, man. Um, I gotta say, I know. I gotta, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I kind of went on a tangent. I I think the thing is that I don't know if Samus Returns like would have. I don't know. There's no way for me to really know entirely. Obviously, like yeah, I would love if if Samus Returns was on the Switch. Like that would be great because more people would be able to check it out. But for one thing, I don't think they could have released it as it was on the Switch in 2017. Like the game would have needed like to look more like a Switch game. It doesn't look like a Switch game. It looks like a 3DS game. The graphics are redone, but the Link's Awakening graphics are like a whole like new style and they look really good in HD. Like Samus Returns like it kind of has like its own style, but it's really just a th- the 3DS graphics. It doesn't really stand out having like a stylistic kind of graphical choice there or like having really 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 HD graphics. So not like Link's Awakening is really, really, really HD, but you know it has that like really crisp look it to it. It has a style, um, and you yeah. know it's good. And so, like, the, I don't think they would have been able to release it in 2017 as is because then it really wouldn't look great compared to the other big franchise games that are released on the Switch. I mean, you you put it up against like Breath of the Wild and Odyssey and and all those games, and it looks like a 3DS game. It wouldn't look like a big Switch like big deal kind of game. And that's I feel like that's how Nintendo probably looked at it. Is that you know they're making a remake of a 30-year-old game that no one really played uh, then, and well, not that no one really played them, but not a lot of people played then. And it's a really old game. It's like one of the like more like the the least like top games in the Metroid franchise, right? It was kind of like the ugly duckling of the the series for a while. Finally gets remade, but it really isn't a game that I could have seen like on par with like a Breath of the Wild or. Even like a New Horizons, obviously, like there's those are big games that like have that big console feel, even though like it's a portable console. And Samus Returns feels very much like a smaller, in terms of scope, in terms of like graphical prowess, in terms of length, all those kinds of things. A much smaller experience, so it made sense it was on the 3DS. Plus, I don't think I would have spent sixty dollars on Samus Returns on the 3DS. I'm pretty sure it was like well, like thirty five dollars. I'm pretty sure when I bought it. So like that, yeah. that is a big thing too is that even when it, the price was lower at $35 and with the big install base of the 3DS still only that many people bought it at the end of the day of course it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy if Nintendo doesn't promote it people don't really want to play it people don't want to really play it so Nintendo is not really interested in trying to show it off to people etc but it's also not a Zelda it's not a Mario it's not a Pokemon um yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, I definitely don't agree that they could have just like dropped it on the Switch and tried to promote it on uh, the same vein as like those big major AAA titles. So Samus Returns is not a AAA game. It was like a remake for this small third-party developer who I don't even know had like a Switch kit, like development kit at the time. Uh, so I don't even know if they could have done it. And I think they had to have. One. Maybe they did, but yeah, even no. then, it's like is Samus Returns a Switch level game like from Nintendo, like a first-party Nintendo franchise? Like I don't. I don't really think so. It never felt like it had that big experience, especially if that's what, you know, they want to get more people into Metroid. Do you want that to be their first impression? Like a remake, like this small kind of, like it's a big remake in terms of like relative to um, the original release, but compared to like other big Nintendo releases, it, it, it feels a lot smaller. I don't know if they want that to be the first impression for, for Metroid for a lot of people either. 
So, and I'm sure they didn't intend on Metroid Prime 4 not being out yet still as well. I'm sure at the time in 2017, Metroid Prime 4 might have been, you know, they were like, all right, it'll be up by 2019, 2020, something like that. And then that way, you know, waiting for Metroid Prime 4 after a year or two of Samus Returns wouldn't have been a big deal. So I don't think Samus Returns would have needed to be on the Switch. But now that Metroid's not on the Switch at all, three, four years later, in hindsight, of course, yeah, maybe putting Samus Returns on it in that way also would have been a good idea. But no, I don't agree that, like, as it was, you could just put Samus Returns on the Switch. You know what? I paradoxically, I I agree with literally everything that you just said, but I disagree in that I think you you still could have put it on the Switch. And like, I I go back to it's like you're right. Like it's not really a Switch game, and it that might have been overpricing it. But like, I just keep going back to like they did it with Link's Awakening, and that's a Zelda know, game though. And I know that. I know that. Like, so many more people are going to buy a Zelda game, regardless of what it is. Like, Metroid, you really got... I think they really want to, like, when they're going to do a Metroid game on the the Switch, they want to do it right. Like, how many times have we heard uh, Nintendo not making a new game in a series because they want to do it right? It has to offer something new and blah, blah. That's why they haven't made, like, a new F-Zero game. Someone got interviewed. They're like, oh, we got to make sure that it's done right, that we're going to do it the right way. So I think they... If they're going to bring it to the Switch, it really has to like pull out all the stops. And that's why they're doing Metroid Prime 4. I don't think Samus Returns was ever meant to to be that. I think they were like, okay, we're going to put together a medium-sized, small budget for this remake. Give it to a third-party developer. Not have to pay too much. Maybe not get too much back, but at least keep the, the brand moving a little bit so it doesn't completely die. I don't think they completely wanted to fall apart like that. And, you know, obviously they got like a bit of a pitch and like, okay, we can put a little bit of money into this. It's not a game that they would have like put a ton of money into to look at it being like this huge success for the franchise. It was never going to be that. I think like the Link's Awakening re- remake, they could expect a little more return so they can invest a little more because it's Zelda. Um, they're kind of in different like scenarios. Like you know, what? yeah. I I feel like, I feel like yes and no, but like I I mean maybe the crux of my argument really is that Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening was a 3DS game and should have been a 3DS game because, I mean, it is it is of a smaller scale and it's, like, it's exactly what you think a 3DS game should be. Like, it's a shorter game than every single Zelda 3DS game that currently exists, with the exception of Triforce Heroes. Um, so, like, my, my thinking is, like, well, if we're just going to put a 3DS game on the Nintendo Switch anyways, like, why don't we why don't we warm people up with Metroid? The one thing that I do think that you have a, a super valid point on is I, I think that the graphics would have definitely needed to to go through the juicer, which would have taken more time. More. So it was which like really no way. Time, but I I think that you could have taken more time and released it in 2018 maybe then because Nintendo's Nintendo Switch lineup for 2018 was like it wasn't weak, but it it wasn't as like front-loaded as well now you're moving the goalposts it, here man i've already broken you down you're already like oh well, maybe not 2017 2018 well, i mean well, link's well, awakening well, came out in 2019 so it even took yeah that game even took a few years after the switch came out because i mean remember like when when samus returns came out the switch hadn't been around for very long like the breath the breath of the right. wild I, and all I'm that not, like i'm not saying that it needed to release when it released like i'm i'm living in a, a completely hypothetical land right now like what if what if it did release in 2018 though? Because like you look at okay, well, their I mean, what lineup if it for did? 2017. Well, I'm just saying, like look at their lineup for 2017. You had 
in very short order, in March, you had Breath of the Wild. In uh, June, you had Mario Kart. In August, you had Splatoon. In October, you had Odyssey. I mean, that's a lot of cash to slam down on games, which is, like, perhaps a, a, a very small reason, but, like, maybe a small reason nonetheless why, like, people are just like, yeah, I can pass on this Samus Returns game if they even knew that it existed because it's a 3DS game, and at the time, it's viewed as a lesser product where, like, if it's on Nintendo Switch, people are going to say, like, oh, you know what, this must be a really rocking game. And I think that Samus Returns was a good enough game that people can spend full retail price on it and not be disappointed. Would they have needed to, you know, maybe tweak the graphics a little bit? Sure, I think so. But um, I, I don't know. I, I think even if it was re- if it was released as is, I, I think that it was a good enough product that people would have been like, uh, I feel good about this purchase. So I, I like I'm I'm just playing kind of devil's advocate here because I see what you're saying and I see your point. But I like I just I think it could have worked. Well, I mean, I don't know I, to work to what extent. Like, I don't know how much it would have sold. I mean, yeah, it would have been cool if it was on the Switch. I like that it it wasn't though, because like it was thirty five dollars, which I think was fair for Samus Returns. I don't know if I w- I don't know if I if it was necessarily needed to be full price. I also think like for the 3DS, like the 3DS doesn't have a, a Metroid release other than Samus Returns, right? Uh, and and Federation Force and, and Federation Force is not good. So like having a, a good Metroid game on the 3DS before moving on to the Switch, I think is also something to keep in mind. Like having that game that at least Metroid got something in on that that generation that was decent, right? Other than Federation Force, something for 3D people who might not have had a Switch yet. A lot of people had a 3DS. A lot more people have a Switch now, or even when like um, even when like Link's Awakening came out, then in 2017, obviously, a lot you know 3DS. The install base is also pretty huge, so. You know, maybe more people would have gotten on the 3DS because there was a bigger install base at the time. Now, if it came out in 2020, I'm sure it would evil, evil, easily rival it. Rival it. Wow. Um, you know, I think it's like obviously, like, yeah, we want any Metroid game to be on the Switch nowadays because the Switch is like you said, minus touch. Like it turns everything to gold. So yeah, I'm sure Samus Returns would be great on the Switch, but I think now it'd probably be better. They still need to like, like if they release Samus Returns in 2020. Or 2019 with like updated graphics and all that. Yeah, that probably I think would have worked better. Yes, like you, I don't think you could have released it in terms of how it looked graphics wise. It definitely like needed more time. I think could have been a little longer or uh, you know something to that extent. Maybe a little more content for a Switch game if it's gonna be full price. And then you release it in you know 2018, 2019, or maybe more towards 2019, especially with the drought of like Metroid Prime 4 now. But, yeah, I don't know if 2017 would have worked. As you said, there were a lot of other big games that people were focused on at the time that they probably would have gotten. Um, yeah, I don't think it's... I mean, it's it's a game that I think is it's fine on the 3DS too, though, because it's a, a, a game that 3DS owners should also have been able to take part in. I don't think they needed to upgrade to the Switch to have to play Samus Returns if they're, like, a Metroid fan. So, in that regard, too, like... People who just had a 3DS could just jump in and play some Samus Returns for 35 bucks. I think that's also uh, a pretty solid idea as well. So, I mean, again, it's not something that I'd be like, oh, they can't like, do it. But I think it would have been cool, but I don't know. But the problem with that is that no like, no one played Samus Returns. Yeah, but they could have marketed the, the game. I don't think that's necessarily the game's fault entirely. Like, Nintendo, like, we went... No, like, I'm, the, I'm not saying that it is. Well, I know, but I'm saying, like, the it's not necessarily the... Like, people didn't play... Samus Returns because no one they didn't say anything about it. But if Samus Returns on the Switch, by virtue of being on the Switch, Nintendo is going to promote it, obviously. But like, 
I don't necessarily think that means that Samus Returns as a game in and of itself is a Switch game. It's just that anything that's on the Switch, regardless of quality, you know, if it's a first party game, is going to be promoted. And on the 3DS in the later part of its, you know, lifespan, and it being kind of like a smaller kind of game on the 3DS, just didn't get as much promotion. But if it did, I think a lot of people would have checked it out. Just no one knew it existed. Like, I think I don't necessarily think that mean, makes it like a, a Switch quality game. Uh, I just well, I guess the crux of my argument here is that like what what we define as a switch quality game because uh, you you you're both right and uh, in my opinion wrong in a certain aspect because like I think that you're right with a level of polish that maybe Samus Returns didn't quite have that Link's Awakening had but like it doesn't like Nintendo I I play like almost every single first party Nintendo game for the Switch right so like um, Samus Returns is is longer than Link's Awakening. It's probably about as long as Luigi's Mansion 3. Um, I guess that's it's probably fair. about as long as Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze. It's probably like it's it's not like Nintendo releases. I mean, they do release these giant-esque games like Breath of the Wild or uh or Xenoblade or or like something like that, right? But like you also have like your short kind of cutesy games that like these games probably would have been 3DS games if the 3DS was still a thing. And so my thinking is like, well, why like why wait to implement that trend with Samus Returns? Why just why not just like when the Switch comes out, take any game that would have been a, a 3DS game, like a Link's Awakening or like a Luigi's Mansion or whatever, right? And like why not just make it a Switch game? Because like well, I, I mean, the like, 3DS did get a Luigi's Mansion game, and then they made a different Switch game, which was not going to ever be a 3DS game. So I'm not really, I don't really get but, your argument there. Like, so, so my argument, no, my argument though is that like Luigi's Mansion Three, which which I play and which is a fantastic, but game, that's not a 3DS game. Is, so no, what I, what I'm saying is like it plays very similarly to Dark Moon. Like it it is a similar length. It has more polish, of course. But it's a similar length. There's similar like, um, like extras and, and and whatnot in that. So like, and what I what I guess I'm saying is like, if the 3DS were still, if if Nintendo still had a handheld and a home console instead of the Switch, which is now a hybrid of both, like I think that Link's Awakening, I think that Luigi's Mansion 3, I think that the the Tropical Freeze remake probably would have been released on the 3ds instead of like the home console nintendo switch does that make sense i definitely don't agree with that because luigi's mansion started off as a console game so there's not necessarily uh like it wouldn't favor either one i think they could easily have put that on the console like the main console still i think they wanted to do a a portable luigi's mansion game they did it and they're like all right let's go back to the console um tropical phase freeze i think would have been console as well unless they were just trying to put it on the portable not necessarily because like the game like i think they're just trying to spread the the porting of the game get more people to buy the initial thing but like a new luigi's mansion game i don't think necessarily would also been on the portable i think they would have always put it on the console so i don't i don't necessarily agree with that either and like luigi's mansion 3 has like co-op which samus returns doesn't have it's more polished, which Samus Returns has that kind of 3DS quality in terms, like like I said, of the graphics and all that. Tropical Freeze originally was a console game, so yeah, I don't, I mean, I don't, I don't necessarily agree with that. I think they were always going to go back to console with games like Luigi's Mansion. Just turns out, just so happens that they only have a console now, right? So they can only put it on, on one place. So 
Um, right, and and that's and that's my point is like if there was an option, I like I think that a hundred percent Link's Awakening would have been a 3DS game if that were still a thing. But in 2019, obviously, um, it's not. So I, see, I don't I, know. I, I think they I think, think they still intended on remaking Link's Awakening not just to like remake it, but to look make it look really good on consoles. So I think they still would have done that. Same with Luigi's Mansion. I think Samus Returns, they never really had the same intent. They just wanted to remake the game. So like, all right, we'll just put it on the 3DS. I don't think they were like, all right, let's remake Samus Returns and like really like pump it up in terms of how it looks and like give it this really cool style and like make it really polished and all that. Like there was a smaller budget clearly. Um, and so I don't think they ever had the same aspirations. I think they would have had those same aspirations for Link's Awakening to put it on the console. I don't think we ever really would know, but... A lot of Link's Awakening to me, a uh, Link's Awakening remake to me, isn't just to remake the game, but to like give it that like diorama HD kind of look to it, which would only would be possible on the console. So, yeah, I don't, I don't, nec- I don't agree with that necessarily. Uh, well, that's okay. We can, uh, we can kind of throw that out there when I'm sure. I mean, there's no right or wrong answer, right? Like it's all, it's all in a world of what if. But I do want to ask you, Dak. I do want to ask you. What do you like all things considered? Let's just say that the that reality has shifted and like somehow Samus Returns either in 2017 or in 2018 did come out on the Switch. Um, let's maybe even let's say that it, it looked a little bit prettier than it does. So Samus Returns just comes out on the Switch, completely hypothetical. Do you think that it could have achieved that number that I threw out earlier, 2.5? I possibly, I really don't think it being on the Switch, like in 2018 would have really made it like sell that much more. I just, cause I don't think they, I, I don't know. There's not a lot of hype in like a Metroid remake of a really old game. So I think like the same amount of like hardcore Metroid fans, if enough of them had a switch at the time, uh, you know, they would have bought it. Yeah. Maybe it would hit 2.5. I mean, I think that's possible. Anything on the switch, I think is possible. Yeah. I think I, you know, it could have, if it was on the switch, but at the same time, 3DS had a really big install base, right? And had a ton of people who owned a 3DS and still only so many people bought it. And I think at the time, more people had a 3DS than a Switch. I don't know. Or maybe it, are, it you know. It, oh, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm sure you're right. Yeah, I'm so sure right. I don't I don't know. I, I think it could have. I don't think it. it's not impossible. I don't think, like, Samus Returns would have sold nothing. But, again, I think a lot of it comes down to, like, how much they're willing to, like, promote the game alongside other games and in its library that are first party and i never really i don't really think i could see them putting samus returns next to the other nintendo like first party releases that are like in a really big way maybe alongside something like link's awakening but they would really have to like you know polish it and shape it up so and again i think link's awakening too is i don't know like Maybe it was Link's, Link's Awakening really regarded more, like, better as a game than, like, Sam, uh, Return of Samus over time? I'm not really sure. Because um, I... Uh, you know what? Link's, Link's Awakening is a fairly uh, beloved Zelda See, that's the thing, that. too, is like, that, like, really, Link's Awakening really is, like, a very... Like, people really like that game. Like, from back in the day. Like, it's a game that they remember fondly and was a very, like, as you're saying, a popular Zelda game. Return of Samus was never... I don't... Never a popular Metroid game. It was always a, like, okay, this is kind of like the weird one where Samus just goes around and kills Metroids the whole time, and that's it. Like, it was, it's not a beloved Metroid game, I don't think, as far as I'm concerned. I'm sure some people think it, it is, but I wouldn't say general consensus, like, Metroid, 
you know, to Return of Samus is like a beloved old classic game that tons of people were like, maybe not clamoring to be remade, but like really needed it to be remade or like wanted it to be remade. Like Link's Awaken, I think, called for a, a remake more than Samus Returns overall. And so I think in doing Link's Awakening, like, it felt more of like a big deal because like, wow, they're bringing Link's Awakening back and look at this cool new style and all that. Whereas like when Samus Returns got announced, I definitely remember be- think- thinking it was cool, but I was still like, oh, it's a remake like and it's a Return of Samus. Like, all right, I guess that's cool. Like I'm down. But like I was ex- I was hoping more from a 2D Metroid game. So like it didn't it doesn't hit the same high as in terms of like excitement for me. And I'm sure for a lot of other people like not only is Zelda more popular, but Link's Awakening is a more well-received and, like, liked game historically, as far as I know, and as far as you've said, um, than Return of Samus. So, I don't know if, like, the, the Samus Returns remake, like, would still stack up, even alongside something like Link's Awakening, which still isn't, like, a Breath of the Wild in and of itself. Um, yeah, and, like, to reiterate, like, I don't really disagree with anything you've actually said this whole podcast. I think your arguments are, are mostly good. I'm just kind of playing devil's advocate here. I thought but I was playing devil's I'm, advocate because you're the one who came in here with the case. We we did the double turn, I think, halfway through here uh, somehow, some way. I will, like, maybe, and I and I don't mean to hijack this into a Zelda podcast here, but, like, for me, it was, it was very startling playing uh, a game, the magnitude of Breath of the Wild, and then going to such a smaller scale with Link's Awakening, which is like, like I said, like a 10 hour game. So I just like, I feel like it just, it could have been done. And like, I know that we, we've kind of talked about the, um, like the hardcore Metroid fans or whatever, but I, I feel like this was again, an opportunity to get Metroid into the hands of like, you know, tons of people that had never played it. I mean, whatever the first Metroid game is on the switch is going to be like, like most people that play it, it's probably going to be their first Metroid game. Whether well, that's the thing trilogy, too, is that that's what you want it to be. The, I don't think Nintendo wants Samus Returns to be people's first Metroid game. You know, like there's a difference for Link's Awakening because, like you said, Breath of the Wild was already out, so people could already most people that were going to play Link's Awakening, if not everybody, had already played Breath of the Wild. They already knew what like modern, new Switch Zelda was all about, right? If Metroid Prime right. Four was already out. And then they were like, okay, let's put Samus Returns on the Switch. Then I'd be like, okay, yeah, that would totally work. Because if people already played Metroid Prime 4, they know what new modern Metroid Prime on the Switch is all about. But if they also want to check out this smaller experience, that's fine. If Link's Awakening on the Switch came out before Breath of the Wild came out, I think it would have been a different story. I think it would have been like, oh, wow, we don't even have like this really big Zelda experience on console yet. We're getting this remake. Same thing with Samus Returns. I think... They want their fir- the first impression to be like big new modern Zelda, big new modern Metroid, right? So I don't I I think without Metroid Prime Four on the Switch, I don't know if Nintendo wants the first impression for Metroid to be not that, but instead this remake of a game that a lot of people don't even know about or have played. In the same vein, I don't think they would have released Link's Awakening on the Switch had Breath of the Wild not already been on there and already been an experience that a lot of people have already you know, taken part in. So that's a, that's, that's another difference there too, is that there's no equivalent for mm. the breath of the wild lead in for Link's waking, like you know, for Samus returns. Yeah, that's a great point. Um, you know what? I wonder like, and, on, and obviously you can't get like download numbers or anything like that, but I wonder how many people have played super Metroid on the switch as part of the, the online, uh, like gimmick that they have. I just, I would be curious to see if there was a lot of like, people that own a switch 
that have played Super Metroid, and that is their first Metroid game. So, it, yeah. you know what? I just kind of thought about that. That would be really interesting to me to see, because, like, then I wonder if those people are like, oh, this is this is great, and then you go to Metroid Prime, which is just a, you know, a very different style of game. Although, I mean, it's really not, but... Yeah, interesting, interesting thought experiment. Well, yeah, I think maybe um, too. Maybe they wanted more people just to check out Super Metroid. Like, don't yeah, even yeah. play Samus Returns. Just play this one. Play the classic. Play Super Metroid. Everyone loves Super Metroid. Oh my God, you know it's on our Nintendo Online service, and it's like a flagship title of that. You should totally get online. You should totally play Super Metroid. Maybe they felt that. Maybe they felt that like by also putting Samus Returns on that it might cut into people wanting to check out Super Metroid and therefore checking out Nintendo Online. That's probably a reach. I doubt they even thought about it that far. I really just think yeah. that they was like, let's just make a small budget 2D Metroid game on the on the 3DS. Like, I think that's... I honestly think that's as far as it went. I don't think they ever went any farther than that. And Or Mercury Steam was like, hey, we can do that for you. And they're like, oh, yeah, 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 sure, sure, here. Here's, here's some money. Go do that. You know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, in a perfect world, I think that um, in, in my head... Samus Returns would have released on the Switch because I like I think that it's one of the I would probably say aside from Super Metroid I think it's the best 2D Metroid game. No, I definitely um, don't so agree it's with like, that. It's a I and I know that you <laughs> I know that you don't, but it's it's a really like I mean we can both agree that it's a, a it, really good game. It's a, a good really it's a good game. game right? It's a great game. I I think Samus Returns is is a solid Metroid game. Um, and and I don't think so, that yeah. that's a bad introduction to the Metroid series for a lot mm. of people. Had that been their first no. experience with it, like, yeah, I mean, I you know, it wouldn't have been a bad one, but I don't think they want it to be like just not a bad one. You know what I'm saying? Like they want it to be a great first impression. Like some people's first impression of Zelda is Breath of the Wild. Like in, yeah, in yeah. comparison, like Samus Returns, like it's not that's a bad game; it's a great game. But is it like a first impression kind of game for me? I, don't, I usually remakes aren't unless it's like a huge kind of remake. And though Samus Returns was a pretty solid modernization of you know an old game and like really does revamp it a lot, and it feels like a new game. It feels like a fresh game, you know. Um, I do think they wanted more than that. They want it's not. I don't. It doesn't feel like a triple A game, and like. That first impression really does mean a lot. If they're going to go through the effort of making Metroid Prime 4, I think they want that to be people's first f- first impression of a Metroid game, is they want it to be the big Metroid Prime 4 project. And instead, I think they will I think they probably feel, or could feel, and I wouldn't necessarily think that's unjustified, you know, that by releasing another Metroid game first, especially a remake, especially a smaller scale game that's a remake, first before Metroid Prime 4 might undercut a little bit of... Of that game's release by kind of giving people a first impression of a game that's of a, of a smaller scale and might not be you know as popular it's a it's a kind of game style that's not as popular as you know a first person shooter is or first person adventure or whatever um i think they want to kind of even no, no matter how long it takes and i'm sure they didn't anticipate the, the the developer switch too um i think they would have you know rathered it be prime four and really hit the ground running rather than you know risking maybe hurting the brand or make you know lowering the hype around metroid by just putting samus returns out by like i said you know by all accounts it's a great game but is it like super hype first impression on the switch game i don't i don't think so it doesn't hit that same note for me Mm, all right well you know what dak you you presented some um you you put some holes in my theory for sure with some solid arguments here but i am standing by my statement that i think that it could have sold 
million copies on the Switch. But um, we also asked everybody on Twitter uh, what you think. Do you think Samus Returns should have been released on the Switch instead of the 3DS? And we asked you guys for your thoughts here, Dax. So why don't we go through some of these um, answers here, the ones with a little bit of meat to them. And we'll kind of, uh, well, you know, you can poke some holes in, in some other people's statements instead of just mine here. All right. Um, so let's get it going here. World 1-1 Podcast said, I think it should have had a Switch release ready to go. Once they finished it on the 3DS, they should have been working on a prettied up Switch port and released it two years after the 3DS. Yeah. See, that, I, that again, I, I think you asked me this at the beginning of the show, is that I 100% think they could now port the game to the Switch. Um, though, to release it two years after, in a in a perfect world, Metroid Prime 4 would be out, and then they could release it on the Switch. I, I'm not against a Switch port now that it's on the 3DS, but I still kind of think Metroid Prime 4 should come out first. It's just a shame that it's been delayed so long that I don't know if that's even possible. Um, I know I did yeah. say that, like, yeah, Samus Returns should kind of wait until that comes out at the same time. I think I would be okay with, yeah, put it on the 3DS first as it was with the time it did, and then port it to the Switch by, you know, maybe if even if not two years, three years later, right? And now that there's this drought, like, okay, put it on the Switch, fine. Like, I'm sure Metroid Prime 4 might will probably be okay. Probably won't be undercut that much. So, yeah, I, I wouldn't be against that. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go back into the, the real world here. Um, I, I think that there's no way that Samus Returns at this point in 2020 ever gets a retail Switch release. I think the only way uh, we ever see this game on the Switch is either if they finally get some kind of a virtual console or if Nintendo decides to add 3DS games to Nintendo Online or if we see like uh, a Metroid Anniversary Collection, which I think is is really, really reaching. Um, I, I think that, uh, you know, I could totally see another 2D Metroid remake happening on the Switch after Prime 4, but I think that that's going to be Metroid Fusion. Uh, maybe if Metroid Prime 4 really pops off and, like, it's the sales are huge and they just want to put any other more Metroid content on the Switch after that, I could see them putting the port out and just being like, hey, here's another Metroid game, buy that real quick. Um, and, it, and it being a Samus Returns port, I could see that. I think that I think that's still realistic. Um, all right, Retro Game Podcast says, Personally, I get hand cramps playing the 3DS. Given that almost none of the Samus Returns controls really needed to be on the touchscreen, the Switch would have definitely been their preferred platform. So he's just saying from a personal point of view. I never really... Uh, I, I found that the 3DS was actually fairly comfortable, but... I had the, the the new 3DS XL, so I had I had the big boy 3DS. Yeah, I, I will say playing Samus Returns on the the original 3DS, like just the the OG smaller one, definitely kind of if you have bigger hands, will will cramp you up a little bit. I did I would play Samus Returns on my XL for that reason, and when on the XL, I think it's fine. I think it feels okay. The Switch, in terms of controls, definitely it would feel a lot better to play it on the Switch on a Joy-Con or on a controller or something like that than it would on the 3DS. But um, I think on the XL it was okay. But I understand that. Yeah, the the original one was just like Very, this little riddly dick yeah. console. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Griffin, big fan of the show, Griffin, by the way. Shout out to him. He, he asks stuff almost every time that yes. uh, we do Q&A episodes. So shout out to you, Griffin. He said, why not both? And I, I don't know if he meant, like, right away or, like, release it on the 3DS and then port it later. But when I read that, I took that as release them both 
like right away one on the 3ds one on the switch and aside from like that do you remember that sushi striker game that nintendo released like a year or two ago uh i think you, you probably so, don't maybe i mean i don't know that that's the only game that i can remember that nintendo released it on the 3ds and the switch at the same time so i think that i i think that that was like like never gonna happen but i bet you if it did the switch would have outsold the 3ds version oh i i remember i'm looking this up now yeah i do remember this uh it's it's like a mobile game <laughs> pretty much Honestly, if they were able to do that, if they put it on the 3DS and the Switch at the same time, I think that would generate a little buzz, though. Like, at least, like, to, to get it on, available on both platforms. I don't think that would have been a bad idea. I think in any any way to generate some buzz for Metroid, you know, having it released, like, all right, it's on Switch and 3DS at the same time. Doesn't matter what console you have, you can play it. Like, that, that might be a, a, enough of a hook to get people kind of to, to jump in, I suppose, so... Yeah, I think that wouldn't be an awful idea either. I, I would be down for that, but again, it's just... I feel hesitant about putting this game on the Switch. I think it was still fine on the 3DS if it was just marketed better. Uh, I think if it maybe just looked a little better, like, graphics-wise. Like, if they if they released two versions and, like, one looked a little better on the Switch. But then Nintendo would probably think, well, then that's kind of redundant when I just put it on the Switch anyway. And then, you know, have people buy the Switch to get Samus Returns. So... But, you know, if, if Nintendo was feeling generous, I think it would have been a cool idea, though. I, I, don't, I don't know if I would be against that either. Uh, I, I think it could have worked. Uh, Tony at Low Rural Legend says, Totally, Metroid is a franchise that needs a bigger audience to succeed, and instead of putting it on a promising home console, they stuck it on the 3DS at the end of its life to die. <laughs> and I, I agree with Tony here. This is basically my thought on, on how Nintendo did Samus Returns dirty. Um, you know, I, I think that it, I just think it, it's a good enough game to go on the switch. And I know that you don't agree, but I, I think that it comparatively speaking to some other games that we've seen come out, like it was a little bit unpolished, but I don't know. I, I think it could have worked. Hmm. I mean, I, I do think that they left it to die on the 3DS. I, I really do. It does. It does suck that it came out so late in the 3DS's lifespan. I'll agree with that. And in that way, like, yeah, having it on the Switch would have been really cool. I do obviously agree that more of a, you know, a larger audience for Metroid would be great. And a lot more people would hear about Metroid had it been on the, the Switch instead of on the 3DS. But at the same time... A lot of people did have a 3DS, and I think it was nice to pick up the game for $35, so I don't know. I, I, I Maybe it could have worked. I mean, I, I don't think... I'm, I, I'm kind of also playing that, like, devil's advocate, because, like, at the end of the day, like, yeah, if they put it on Switch, it would be like, I would have bought it, and it would have been cool. And I think it, there would have been a lot of great things for the game had it come out on the Switch, so I'm not, like, against it, really, but... Um, right. Yeah, I think it does suck that it, it came out so late in its lifespan. Samus Returns really should have came out like a year or two earlier than it did. I think when it, by the time that it came out in the 3DS, the Switch was already... Like, maybe if the Switch wasn't out already, you know? Like, even if it was still 2017, but the Switch didn't exist, it wasn't out yet, then okay, like, it probably would have been fine. Yeah. But the fact that the Switch was already, like, full steam ahead, moving and grooving, like, big releases coming out, and a lot of, you know, more stuff on the line... Uh, down the line, that is, yeah, I, it it was really easy for Samus Returns to not just feel like it got like left on there, just felt like it just got left behind, right? Like it didn't, like it, it, there's a new console coming out and it's only coming out on the old previous one, like that's just a sign of like it being left behind, yeah. So yeah, Tony's right on that one, 
would have been cool to have it on the Switch instead of kind of the, the dying console, but I, I I understand why it happened, I suppose. You know what? I, I understand, too, with the install base. I just feel like yeah. when the Switch came out, it automatically, in my eyes, made the 3DS look like a lesser product. Uh, we got three more that we'll go through here really quickly, and then we'll we'll get this wrapped up. Crimson Paladin says, this probably won't be a popular opinion, but I don't think it was a bad call to put Samus Returns on the 3DS instead of the Switch. People forget that there was a lot of uncertainty surrounding the Switch at launch. Had they put Samus Returns on the Switch and the console failed, that probably would have been the end of the series. Instead, they put it on an already successful system where the game did its job of reviving the franchise. I actually disagree with everything that he said, but I'll let you go first, Dak. Hmm. Well, I don't think... By the time, I, I guess if the console failed, it would have been the end of the series. Uh, debatable. You know, you can always bring something back if the game is good enough, right? I mean, we came back from Other M. So, you know, anything's possible. But um, I also think there was a lot of hype. Like, I don't think the Switch could fail. <laughs> it was just really well done. But yeah, if like the console failed and it came out on the Switch, I guess it really wouldn't have been a good look for Metroid, no. But I don't think it would have outright killed the series. You could always make a new game. Um, and then... Uh, and so they put it on an already successful system where the game did its job of reviving the franchise. So... Yeah, I mean... You know, and, and they also said, like, you know, there was a lot of uncertainty surrounding the Switch at launch. There was. There was definitely some uncertainty surrounding the Switch. It definitely wasn't, like, when the Switch was first coming out and being announced that, like, it was 100%, like, not going to fail. Like, maybe Nintendo felt that it wasn't, obviously. But, like, there was definitely some uncertainty, especially, like, the lineup. There were some good games, but it wasn't, like, super, super full. Like, they were really relying on Breath of the Wild at the beginning. So... I can I can understand from Nintendo's point of view that, that like they didn't want to necessarily rely on this game for the Switch or like rely on the Switch for this game where like it was an un, you know an untested territory, untested console at the time really. It hadn't been out for too long. They wanted to put like the safe game on a safe console. I think I think that's really what what Crimson Paladin's kind of getting at. Like they 3DS was a safer platform to put Samus Returns on cuz I don't think they ever had big huge expectations for the game to sell well regardless of where it was like for it, they just probably expected it to sell like decently or eh, you know just enough right. or you know maybe recoup it's probably you know the you know the costs and it, and it did you know it seems so i don't think they would have put it on the switch at the time now i'm sure samus returns in the switch seems like a no-brainer because the switch is a no-brainer it's it's you know it's the best-selling you know thing since sliced bread Whereas in 2017, it wasn't. It was still on its way up, and it hadn't been fully tested yet by time in the market. It only had a few big games on it. So, yeah, I can understand from Nintendo's point of view at that time that Samus Returns, you know, for it to really succeed in any manner, the safest bet was to put it on the 3DS and, you know, just bring the bring Metroid back in a kind of way, which I agree it did. Samus Returns, in, a, in not, you know what? it definitely put, like, a nice, you know, Metro, good Metroid spin, a nice a good little rejuvenation of the franchise. It didn't, like, it wasn't a shot of, you know, like, supercharged adrenaline, but it was a little bit of a resuscitation that was necessary, and it was a pretty low-cost uh, maneuver for Nintendo. So I, I think I think Crimson is on the on the right path to a good extent. For somewhat, yeah, I I can I can understand what Crimson is saying, but I I disagree with him in a couple aspects here of like, um, 
you know what? Like the the Wii U was a complete fiasco, and there there was some uncertainty about the Switch. However, I mean there was uncertainty about Nintendo. If if the Switch would have failed after the Wii U would have failed, that would have probably been it for Nintendo making consoles. I I don't think that it's like that drastic to say. So right. Like, load up your new machine with all of your heavy hitters. I mean, well, I mean, is Samus Returns a heavy did, hitter but... though? I think that's the thing is I don't think Samus Returns is a heavy hitter game. Well, but then you, it's you a go safe to the second game. part. Well, hold on. You go to the second part of what he said, where Samus Returns revitalized the fran- the series. No, it didn't. Nobody bought it. Nobody cared. People, yeah, I mean, it didn't revitalize anything. People, I think, I, I, I think branding wise, in terms of PR, it definitely helped. Like, even if not everyone bought it, industry wise, media wise, a lot of people heard it was a pretty decent. It wasn't bad. Which the bar was so low for Metroid, I think, with other M and Federation Force, that to hear that a good Metroid game came out. Um, definitely helped. I, 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 I think, okay, I will, I sure, will, con- but, but it didn't, it didn't, it didn't revive, revive the franchise. All right. I, I guess mean- maybe reviving the franchise might be a bit of a reach, but I don't think it's like, it definitely was helpful in terms of like a little more brand awareness and some good PR. Also in September, I think the switch was already like proven, but I mean, obviously you would have had to make the game before you knew that the switch was proven, but in my mind, you just, yeah, exactly. By yeah, your guns, you know, and you, and you go for the jugular as it were. Um, all right, let's, let's, uh, move on two more really quick, your deck, then we'll get out of here. Uh, block Fort retro says it was a very fitting send off. I wouldn't want to deprive 3ds owners of the experience. That being said, it would have been nice to get a switch port. I agree. It, it was. It felt like a really nice send off for the 3DS, like a really solid game, really great game to, um, you know, to send away the the 3DS on. Like that's that was the last 3DS game like I bought at release. I've kind of went bought and back a few that I missed yeah. in my back catalog since then. But like you know, Samus Returns is really like the swan song for it. But um, I again, you didn't deprive anyone of the experience because nobody bought it. I, I guess so, um, but I, you know, if had it been marketed better, I think people would have. So who knows? Um, I think it's, yeah, like it didn't really deprive too many 3DS owners because no one ended up doing it anyway. But at the same time, it was, you know, for people who did buy it, I think it was a good purchase and a nice addition to the library. I don't, you know, a 3DS is gonna go down as one of ha- like having some of the best game libraries ever for a console, and I think Samus Returns will, will add to that. I don't think the Switch like. It, it was not a game that I think the Switch necessarily needed. Um, and the 3DS, like, it was a, a game to kind of round out its lifespan in a bit. And, you know, I'm kind of softening it a little bit. But it, a bit of a fitting send-off, I think, is a good way to look at it, too. Uh, yeah. I, I yeah. agree with the sentiment a little uh, bit. All right. Last last one here. And I'm not going to read the first half of it because we just talked about it. But I the last part of Final Smash Gamer's comment really stuck out to me. Um, also, it would have meant there would have been not any 2D Metroid on a dual screen device. Yes. I don't know why that just like it's just rattled me when I read that because I was like, no, no, no. Metroid Zero. Me- oh, wait. What about Metroid? F- oh, wait. And I was like, oh, my God. Like it has been forever since we had a 2d metroid come out exactly i think it was because yeah that's the thing too is that if we had waited for the samus returns to come out on the switch let's say if they did graphically update it it would have been even longer and then yeah we wouldn't have had on the 3ds nothing on the 2 on the ds i remember when the ds like had been out for a while and it was at the end of the ds's lifespan and they had done like all the you know the dsi and all that kind of stuff 
and there still wasn't another Metroid on the on the dual screen. The, you know, Metroid Dread never really came to fruition, and the fact that like another one almost didn't come out on the 3DS, and they finally put out Samus Returns. Like, yeah, I do, I do think that it would have sucked to not have a Metroid game come out on the DS or the DS or the 3DS at all. Just like it sucks that there was a no Metroid game on the N64 back in the day. You know, so I think trying to have at least like one Metroid game in like a usual style, like a, a main Metroid game, not like a spin-off, like Federation Force or Pinball or whatever, on like each kind of system is a, is a cool thing to have and having it part of that library. So I think that, you know, I'm sure sales-wise doesn't matter. Nintendo, I'm sure, doesn't really care about that. But I think just it would be a nice thing to have that to have it on every, you know, have it on the at least on the 3DS if it's not going to be on the DS. And having it just skip that at two and also go to the switch, uh, yeah, that kind of I think that kind of would have sucked in a way. Right. Um, you know what? I mean, I'm I'm glad that we got Samus Returns. It's a fantastic Metroid game. I like it a lot. I do wish that it had been released on the Switch. I think that it could have. I think it could have done a lot better. I think that there's a lot left on the table. Um, but I mean. You know, as it always ultimately does, uh, it, it, the, the root of the problem goes back to Nintendo and they just won't promote any Metroid games. They seems like they can't to do it properly to save their lives. Um, so, yeah, you know, what? but the, this was an interesting thought experiment. And there is a lot of, uh, you know, I, I had my position. I knew that you were coming with some stuff. And I think that, like, I think that there was a lot of really valid points raised both sides. And I, I thought that this was actually like like a thought experiment that I really enjoyed having with you, Dak. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, I wanted to take the opposite position. Cause I think it would make for a better <laughs> discussion instead of both of us being like, yep, I agree. Put it on the switch. Yep. I agree. It would be great. You're such a, you're such a heel. Um, <laughs> but uh, cause at the end of the day, I, I, I would love it on the switch. I think it would have been cool. Sure. I think like, yeah, it would have been sick to see if to, to at least see if people would have bought it and, and maybe get a bunch of, you know, more people into Metroid somehow. Um, and then maybe if they put it on the switch and it was in better graphics, we would have got some like sick, like HD Proteus Ridley. So yeah, I mean, I just, oh, can you imagine? Yeah. God. I just wanted to take the opposite position to, you know, to, to stir the spaghetti a little bit, so to speak. Right. Like get the sauce of going. Of course. Yes. And I'm glad that you did because there was a lot of, uh, things that I hadn't really considered that, uh, now I am, but you know, I, I still think it could have worked, but I'm, I'm glad that we had this talk. And I'm really interested, again, to know uh, what everybody thinks. We kind of, you know, as we read, we had some mixed opinions over on Twitter. So weigh in. Give us your give us your opinions now that you've heard a little bit of uh, evidence uh, for the defense and, and for the prosecution here. Um, Dak, anything you want to you wanna say before we get on out of here? Oh, um, I'm thinking. Let me see. Um, well, thanks, everybody, that responded to us. For the question for the episode, I think that it would have been really awesome to, you know, have it on the Switch. And it seems like a lot of people agreed. And definitely there were some other people that also commented. And it was nice to see, you know, like Griffin um, and a bunch of others like Duminal again, uh, you know, in, in the replies and all of that. And also there were a couple other answers to our previous episode as well throughout the week. You know, extra stuff on the music topic also from Duminal and others. So thanks to reply for replying. Um Speaking of them, I got a stream more on Twitch lately. I've been slacking, but I know a few of them are, are some regulars in my Twitch chat as well. Definitely got to play some Metroid. Um, yeah, I hope we get some Metroid news soon. I don't think we will. 
I still remember going through this year and we were, you know, June, July, August, like just month after month getting nothing and, and, you know, nothing on like even directs. It was just like partner direct after partner direct. I hope we get something soon. I think we're not going to hear anything until, I really don't think we're going to hear anything until 2021 at the earliest. And and even then, I think it's going to be a long time until we really get something concrete for Metroid, which, which is a shame. And if it ends up being Samus turns on the Switch, well, at least that's it. That's something. But uh, yeah, I guess we'll see. But it was cool to to chat about it, and happy for everyone that uh, you know, typed uh, typed at us on Twitter and and uh, responded and let us know what they thought. So thanks for that. Absolutely. Uh, and let us know what you think about uh, about this episode. Of course, we want you to check us out over on Twitter at Omega Metroid Pod. You could check me out. At Spateri316, Dak is DakCity underscore. And uh, we want you to, to check us out over on Podbean, iTunes, Spotify. You know the drill where you get your podcasts. Uh, go and like and subscribe to the Omega Metroid podcast. That's going to do it for us. And we will see everybody back here next week. Take care. <laughs>